are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. So the divine energy of God is released inside you to cause the manifestation of the promise that you're speaking. Now that's why it's important to confess God's Word and say what God said about it. See, we must believe in the integrity of God's Word and believe it enough to say what God said about us. Second Peter chapter 1, the Apostle Peter says that God has given unto us all things. Did you know that God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness? If it pertains to life and godliness, God's already given it. He's not going to one of these days in the sweet by and by. He's already done it. He has done it through Jesus Christ and the new covenant. This is the New Testament in his blood. Sealed with his blood. You just look in the front of this New Testament. It says the New Testament of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know what that means? That's the last will and testament of the Lord Jesus Christ. He hath given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given to us exceeding great and precious promises. That by these, these what? These exceeding great and precious promises, he has given to us these things. How did he do it? Gave it in word, promise, form. Peter says, Grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Now look at this, verse 3. According as his divine power. What is God's divine power? His word. Through his divine dunamis power, he hath given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to go in virtue, whereby are given to us exceeding great and precious promises that by these, these what? These precious promises, you are made partakers of the divine nature. You might be partakers of the divine nature. Notice it said you might be. It didn't say you would be. It said you might be. See, it's your decision to decide. He has given us exceeding great and precious promises. Now, the promise of God is where the power is. You've always heard people talk about, well, pray the prayer of faith. The Bible says the prayer of faith will save the sick. The Lord shall raise them up. Did you know that it's impossible to pray the prayer of faith if you don't know what God's will is concerning the matter? Now, this is where many people miss it. They start out trying to pray the prayer of faith, saying, Lord, if it be thy will. It's impossible to pray the prayer of faith. Now, I'm talking about prayer of petition now. now. You could pray that way concerning a prayer of dedication. Jesus did. That was a prayer of dedication. But when you pray a prayer of petition for God to do something, it's impossible to pray the prayer of faith if you don't know what God's will is concerning that matter because the only place you can get faith that that will be answered is from the word of promise itself. So if you don't know the promise, you can't have the faith. It's impossible. can't be done. And I think sometimes we've just assumed that if we pray long enough, something will happen. But it's not true. Well, something may happen, all right. You may get discouraged. 
but you have to know what God said. So it's important to go back to the Word of God and find out what God has given us. What is it that belongs to us? What is my reason for believing that God would do this for me? Because he said he would in his word. So if he said he would in his word, or if he's already done it, if it's already appropriated, if the provision is already made, then thank God I find out where it was made and I confess what he said about it until the faith gets inside me. And then I pray the prayer of faith and the manifestation will come. Now let's go back to this other thing that we talked about just a little bit ago because I think this is an important part, unforgiveness. You know, we talked about the lady that made up with her brother and she had arthritis. And then before no one ever prayed for her, she received her healing. I want us to go over in the Bible to Matthew, the 18th chapter. Jesus talks about unforgiveness here. And I tell you what, when we get through with this, your hair may stand up like mine. It may take you four days to get it combed down. Because I'm satisfied that this is a problem with Christians that are suffering the curse or sickness. They've allowed the devil to bring things into them because of unforgiveness. Let's read from Matthew, the 18th chapter, and beginning with verse 23. Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened to a certain king, which would take account of his servant, and when he had begun to reckon one was brought unto him that owed him 10,000 talents. Now, someone said, I think uh, that's about $10 million, something like that. But for as much as he had not to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold, his wife and his children, all that he had in payment to be made. And the servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion, loosed him, and forgave him the debt. Now, I want you to underline the phrase, and forgave him the debt. Now, that debt's gone. Remember that. It is forgiven. It cannot be brought up again. It is done. But the same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants, which owed him a hundred pence, or about, I think about twenty dollars, something like that. He laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me that thou owest. And his servant fell down at his feet, besought him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. And he would not, but went and cast him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry and came and told unto the Lord all that was done. Then his Lord, after that he had called him, said unto him, O thou wicked servant, I forgave thee all that debt. Underline that phrase again. I forgave thee all that debt. Now, the debt is forgiven. He said it twice. The debt is forgiven. Because thou desiredest me. Shouldest not thou also have compassion on thy fellow servant, even as I had pity on thee? And his Lord was wroth and delivered him to the tormentors till he should pay all that was due him. Now, if you're not careful, you'll pick up on this in verse 34 and say, well, now he's got to pay the $10 million. No, no, the $10 million was forgiven. That is not what he owed him. What he owes him now is a debt of forgiveness. The $10 million is forgiven. 
Notice what he said. He delivered him to the tormentor. Now see, in jails and in prison in those days, they had what they called a tormentor. He had a big strap or whip, and it had glass and bone embedded into it, and they would torment and whip the individual until they were willing to do or confess to or whatever it was they wanted them to do. So he said his Lord was wroth, delivered him to the tormentor till he should pay all that was due him. Now what was due him was that he should forgive his brother the twenty dollars. Not the ten million he had to repay because it's already forgiven. Now here's the clincher right here. So likewise shall my heavenly Father do also to you if you from your hearts forgive not everyone his brother their trespasses. You feel your hair getting a little stiff? <laughs> now what's he saying? Who's the tormentor? You have any idea? He's telling you that God will turn you over to the devil. Now let me show you something. Mark eleven twenty four and 25. Verse 25 says, after he's told you all the faith principle, he says, when you stand praying, forgive. For if you forgive not your brother, neither will the heavenly Father forgive you. Now, God cannot forgive you as an individual if you don't forgive others. Now, if you're perfect, you might get away with that. But the very fact that you don't forgive others makes you not perfect. <laughs> you understand? So when an individual is in unforgiveness, he can't be forgiven. There can be no forgiveness for an individual that has unforgiveness. That spells trouble with a capital T. And Jesus tells you exactly what's happened, that you will be delivered to the tormentor. God has no choice. You remember that Jesus said to Peter, Satan has desired to have you, or actually says he demanded to have you to sift you as wheat. Satan can demand to have you if you walk in unforgiveness. And God has no choice. You're out from under God's territory. You can't be forgiven. Unforgiveness is not like any other sin in the whole world. Any other sin, you can say, Father, forgive me, I'm wrong, I've done wrong, forgive me, and he'll forgive you. But unforgiveness, you say, well, Lord, I got unforgiveness against brother so-and-so, but I just can't forgive him. Lord, forgive me for having unforgiveness. You got to be kidding. That can't happen. Because it's a continuing sin, and it'll be a sin until the day you die. You must decide to forgive and say, in the name of Jesus, I forgive. You can forgive by faith. People that you can't forgive naturally, you can forgive supernaturally and get yourself out of the hand of the devil. Can you say amen? amen? I'm glad you could join us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Now, this is the last day for book offer number 7507. Now, we've been talking about why Christians are sick. This book will give you insight into how you can avoid tragedy and live a better life. It's a 109-page paperback. It'll give you wisdom and direction from the Word of God. The last chapter in this book is called The Sin Unto Death. There's been a lot of things taught about the sin unto death, but unforgiveness is a sin until the day you die. 
if you don't forgive, then your heavenly Father can't forgive you. So it is a sin until the day you die if you don't forgive. But if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will forgive yours if you repent, if you ask. We have a chapter in here called Unforgiveness, a Thief of Faith. Did you know that unforgiveness can steal your faith? John said, Beloved, if our hearts condemn us not, then have we confidence in him, and whatsoever we ask we receive of him, because we keep his commandments and do those things which are pleasing in his sight. Well, if your heart condemns you, it shorts your faith out. You can't believe that God will answer your prayer if you haven't been obedient to the word of God. And so many times people think that something bad's going to happen anyway, and they go around talking, well, I can already see that we're not going to have the money to make the payment on our house by the end of the year. Well, now, if you can see it, you can have it. That's what the Scripture reveals. The Scripture says, believing is seeing. And seeing is not believing especially, but believing is seeing. You can have what you see in the Word of God if you get it in your heart, put it in your mouth, Speak it into your heart. That's the way you get it in your heart. Paul said, The word is nigh thee. It's even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. This book will help you. It's How to Avoid Tragedy, Live a Better Life. It's a 109-page paperback for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Capps reminding you... The enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.